Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I feel fine out in Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this year's podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a category that we've made up for panel show purposes. Uh, For example, this week we're asking, what is the best game that takes more than 10 hours to get good? Uh, This is not a rare phenomenon. There's lots of games out there that are absolutely dog shit until you get to 30 hours in and it clicks. And it's always up for debate whether or not the game actually does get good after such a vast amount of time or whether the people who have stuck at it for that long are just suffering from a form of Stockholm Syndrome. But the real victims of games that take forever to get going are those of us who are time poor and jaded. Spare a thought for those of us who never have enough hours in the day, but also, let's face it, just don't have that long left on the planet. Oh, God. Speaking of which, uh, joining me today is Tom Murray. <laughs> that is one of the best segues yet. Hello. Uh, Alex Donaldson. I enjoyed the really angry head shake halfway through that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Sharif Saeed, how you doing? Hey, hello, hi. Uh, okay, so yeah, so it's the best game that takes more than 10 hours to get good. Now, uh, there's a lot of them, um, <laughs> most of them actually. Um, but uh, I want to hear first, let's just get cracking right into it. I want to hear first from Alex, because I bet you everyone's like, I know what Alex is going to pick. I know exactly what Alex is going to pick. And I, I guarantee a, you, I, have a guess. I guarantee you, nobody has guessed what Alex is going to pick. Yeah, there was an option that I thought was too obvious, right? <laughs> um, where I thought about uh, the Final Fantasy game, right? Which is a, a sewage pipe that leads to the ocean. And when you get to the ocean, it's beautiful. But the sewage <laughs> pipe is not. Well, actually, the sewage, the sewage pipe is very uh, visually beautiful, but in every other sense, it's not. But no, I picked um, a very big budget game, a huge bet for... Yeah one of the most famous game designers and game development studios in history. Yeah. Um, huge bet for a big publisher. Um, wasn't tremendously successful, but nevertheless was a really good game. But God, it it took a long time to get really good. Had a huge marketing push this game as well, I remember. Yeah, like it was it was it was marketed as, you know, the culmination of a whole genre, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, so that game is Spore. The second appearance of Spore on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, creator of the, the creator of, of the Sims and SimCity and so many great simulation games. This is Maxis, who at that time I think I would say were still a powerhouse. Um, you know, at that time, two thousand eight, The Sims was still massive, and this was before the like humiliation of that twenty thirteen SimCity game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea was he was basically going to make a game that was all those things in one, right? And many other things besides. So mm. it's a life sim game. It's a God game. It's a real time strategy game. And the concept of it was that you would begin as a creature. And as those creatures evolved and changed and through the process of evolution, the style of the game would play. So initially, you'd just be playing as like, you know, a single organism. And then you'd be playing as a tribe and that's when it might be a God game. And, 
you know, and so on and so forth. And then at the end, it culminates in this RTS um, when you're literally conquering the planet and the big, not just the planet, the universe, and the big element of it that that really sort of um, that everything hinged on that I think wasn't as good. And it was almost this was the thing that hurt the game the most yeah. was this idea of you would create your own creature with evolution being a part of it. So if you did a lot of things uh, in a certain stage where you were on all fours, then you might be a race that remained down there. Whereas if you did a lot of stuff standing up, you would be bipedal and so on and so forth. If you only ate vegetables, you would have, you wouldn't have the big teeth and, you know, and all that sort of stuff of the carnivores and all that sort of stuff. And that element of the game, I think is probably the weaker side, but each individual stage of sport, I would say is actually a really good game within that genre. Mm. Um, Mm. or a decent game within that genre at least when you get to the mid late game but the early stuff man yeah it's it's (laughs) it's a real those early stages are a real slog obviously you have the cell stage where that's the you know playing as an organism and it's like just this boring shitty version like snake or it's actually a bit like flow if everyone anyone remembers that game yeah i remember flow but it's like a crappy version of flow and then (laughs) Yeah, which is saying a lot because flow is very, very simple. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Well, then then you've got the creature stage, and the creature stage obviously where you play as an individual creature, and you've got a nest, and you're going back and forth, and you have tasks to do, but it's just extremely tedious because at these stages, you're sort of all you're doing is gathering resources in order to go through the next stage of evolution and get to the good bits of the game. And the tribal stage is sort of a slightly mid RTS. But then the mm-hmm. latter stages, the space stage and the civilization stage, which sort of resemble stuff like, well, civilization, and then, um, I don't know, stuff like um, endless space and things like that, mm-hmm. um, are really, really good. And it's like, I could I could have played those two stages for 40, 50 hours on their own. Um, but the early stages start out really bad and get gradually better mm-hmm. um, in a really in a really in a way that's a real bummer and i think the reason this game didn't do as well as it could have done despite the absolutely huge marketing blitz i think a lot of the people that did buy it bounced off it before they got to the really good stuff yeah yeah i think that's absolutely right i think um uh, a lot of people were very disappointed with spore when it came out and uh, a lot of people didn't actually get to the good bit. Can I also say as well, I really liked your uh, description of Final Fantasy Thirteen as being a sewage pipe that leads to an ocean. <laughs> well, it basically is, because that game is literally tubes that funnel you down yeah. a, a, you know, funnel, funnel you down, and then eventually <clears throat> it literally dumps you out into this big open world, and that is the point. I think, so I, I don't remember exactly, but I, f- I want to say that game is 13 chapters. They quite like doing that in Final Fantasy. In fact, when Final Fantasy 15 was like 16, 17 chapters, I was like, what are they doing? I was like, <laughs> just put the fucking chapter stops in such a place where you have that num- that many chapters. But Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's 13 chapters in that game. And le- legitimately, the open world bit is like chapter 11 or 12. So once you leave that, you're on the roller coaster to mm. the end. But that means two-thirds of the game you don't get a single side quest and then it dumps you into this this huge place where there's hunts you can do and all this sort of stuff and then you go back on the roller coaster to the end it's a really weird weirdly structured yeah. game um yeah and i did odd. think about it but also i don't think it qualifies for the best game part of this where <laughs> i like 13 plenty 
I think I like 13 plenty and I think it's a lot better than people give it credit for. Um, and certainly Final Fantasy VII Remake would yeah. not exist without 13 because like it, there's totally like a, a DNA between those games. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. that game's amazing. Um, but yeah, I just didn't think it was good enough, whereas yeah. I do think Spore is genuinely good enough. Um, and also I think it's a bit of a bummer because I don't think there's very many reliable ways to play Spore now. No, no, um, it's, uh, it's it's become a bit of an abandonware thing, hasn't it? It's, um, it is on, it is on Steam, but it's like I think it barely works. Basically, yeah, is it on GOG? Because that was probably. I mean, it's on yeah. Steam, but it's just yeah. I think it just barely works. I don't think so because it's an EA game. I don't think they've uh, done best sort of uh, deal with GOG. Rubbish. Um, uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to point out to everyone that yes, we had to have a we had to have a. A little segment on Final Fantasy Thirteen there for for the uh, for the purposes of the topic. It was not planned, but Alex delivered. So uh, because he's a professional, um, uh, right? Okay. Next, uh, because I made Tom go last uh, mm. last week, uh, and I want to do it again. So I want to hear from Sharif. <laughs> oh my God! A curveball. <laughs> uh... If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yeah, so I think... uh... Uh, RTS games, God games, and like 4X games in general are sort of the bread and butter of the game that takes 10 or 20 hours to get good. Mm. Uh, by definition, you sort of very small, and then you're building towards something that you will not be able to see for dozens of hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I am not a nerd, so I'm not going to pick one of those. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, my pick is instead something that I came to a little later than uh, I should have, yeah. that I think is once you stick with it and not shrug it off like I did initially. It is one of the best, most interesting games uh, in the genre. Is this Dark Souls 2 again, Sharif? It's not Dark Souls 2, uh, although it is a game that would have worked uh, for the uh, best game with an acronym that is in FIFA. Uh, so I am talking about oh, right. Soccer Shadow of Chernobyl. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. The uh, 2007 first-person shooter RPG systems-driven immersion gameplay in creator thing from uh, GSC Game World yeah. uh, in Ukraine. Uh, that game, so that game has been delayed uh, for years and years and years. Uh, and it was sort of almost a joke that they keep announcing release dates and never releasing it. Uh, it came out in 2007, uh, which if you're not aware, this is one of the all-time great years for shooters and just games in general. It's the year of Halo 3, Bioshock, but more relevant, I guess, to that is Crisis, the first Crisis. And so you look at the technical wizardry that they were doing over there and you look at soccer and you're like this game is 10 years old what's happening here why is this coming out now and so that's exactly what i did in 2007 uh, uh i was a dumb mm -hmm. little kid who wanted to upgrade his graphics card to play crisis at an acceptable frame rate and i overlooked uh the gym that is soccer so soccer is basically uh as with many games made in eastern europe it bites off more than it can chew. So it's yeah. on the surface. It's an open world uh, first-person shooter with RPG elements set in the exclusion zone uh, yeah. based on yeah. book, of course, and movie. Uh, you're, you start off with a pistol. You go, there are anomalies that make you hallucinate. There are factions that are fighting each other. 
There's an inventory treacherous game thing that you have to play to get your rations good and to put your rifles and your ammo. There are traders, there are quests. But the best thing about it is that it leaves you to explore all these different systems and never tells you how to do it. Uh, it's sort of the thing that we are coming to now as games have become way more structured and people are a little sick of it. Uh, uh, in a sort of a similar way how Elden Ring was like, just get out there and do what you want to do. You'll figure it out. Mm. Uh, soccer was one of the first games that to me uh, basically uh, told me what the meaning of an immersion gameplay moment is. It's the game that you, like it's one of the first games that I remember telling someone a story about that they were, uh, about something that they have not, have not, not seen uh, and yeah. didn't think it was even possible. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a game where you, uh, uh, again, the tools and systems in it are the factions, you know, you meet someone from a faction, maybe you betray them mid-mission, maybe you go on a raid and get something that the other faction wants so you can play, off, uh, play them off against each other. It's that sort of like, I'm doing a trade, uh, tr uh, a quest with a trader, but that quest takes me to, to a weird part of the island where the anomaly thing is stronger, but I'm not taking as much damage. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a mechanically janky game. Like the shooting is not great. And if you want to play it today, you'll be playing it with a ton of mods on PC to get it to, uh, uh, I guess, what you would consider a modern standard in terms of gameplay and uh, accessibility. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it is one of those games that if you look at it like I did, you'd be like, this is, what the hell is this? Uh, and if you play for a couple of hours, you're like, this is janky. The shooting is bad. This is the, uh, what, what do yeah. you want me to do? Where's the quest log? Well, but what's this BDA thing going? That's, that's how far I got with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and that was my thinking at the time. But then you come back to it uh, and you like, just give it a chance. And about the 10 hour mark is when you're like, oh, oh no, this is like the, someone dumped a whole bag of Lego uh, onto the floor and I need to fucking figure out what to do with them. It's, it, yeah, I love Stalker. Uh, uh, they have sort of refined and also gone back on a lot of what made it great in subsequent sequels. Yeah. Uh, uh, super excited to see what we end up getting with Stalker 2, of course. Uh, uh, yeah. God bless him trying to make that game with the war. Oh, God, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Stalker 1, absolute gem. I, um, yeah, uh, I, I feel like Stalker uh, was very ahead of its time uh, in a lot of ways, and a lot of what it was trying to do yep. would eventually become, um, in 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 a much more dumbed down version, what it was trying to do would eventually become stuff like you know Far Cry Three onwards and stuff like that. I feel like I feel like Far Cry Two more. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it, it was uh, it was it was trying to do a lot of stuff that hadn't quite been codified yet. Um, it's a very early example of a, of a type of game that would go on to become very mainstream and very successful. Um, and yeah, the, I'm looking forward to seeing how this how the sequel works out. But, but yeah, yeah, my 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 memories yeah. of of Stalker are very much uh, getting to that place you were talking about when you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh i think my my the the, the, the the i gave up on it at a point where um i just kept getting killed by a pig somewhere and i was yes. like oh, i can't yes. fuck with this it's quite yes. a scary game i found it i think i stopped playing it because i couldn't handle the atmosphere it was just oh, yeah. too much yeah. it was very it's, it's really it's, oppressive it's thick, it's thick. Yes. Yeah. You know, when, Sharif, when you were saying, uh, when you, when you said the words, uh, like, like most games out of the uh, Eastern Europe, I thought you were going to say it's bleak. 
<laughs> it is pretty bleak because because if you it's it's yeah uh, uh, like yeah if you if you're like under the surface again this is one of those things that the game doesn't do a good job of representing or maybe that's intentional. There is a mm. very grim story about like survival in an exclusion zone and, and yeah, dog eat yeah. dog mentality. Uh, and I think the stakes that come with that is uh, like I personally believe that games like Escape from Tarkov and the extraction shooter stuff owe a lot to stock. Uh, yeah. Uh, for one, a lot of these devs went on to to make these games. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. also because of like it, it illustrated that you can do these systems with stakes in a first person shooter. Yes, it was single player, but mm. someone like uh, expanded on that and took it to multiplayer. Uh, but also, um, like quite directly, like stuff like the Metro series, right? A lot of the same devs uh, yep. went on to, to make that. And I think Metro Exodus is a fantastic game. And it's like very much a, a a direct evolution from stalker like you can you can chart that like 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 as a straight line almost yeah um the metro so games yeah. for sure if you actually look at the the tech demo for the first metro it looks yeah. extremely similar to stalker to the point yeah. that they had to change the whole thing uh so a little bit of a nerdy yeah. history bit for you uh, uh i don't think like even metro exodus which is their best game uh uh I feel like it has like maybe twenty percent of the systems and the interactivity of yes, uh, yeah, Sock. yeah. It's very, very uh, dumbed down, but uh, I feel like it's um, yeah, it, it's a very good sort of overall package. I think for it, sure, uh, it works uh, as a whole. Um, all right, okay. Uh, God, Stalker's a plus from the past, uh, quite literally. So, right, we've got to hear from Tom now. We've got to. Sorry, <laughs> didn't <laughs> Oh my god! I've got the, I've got the dread here. It's going to be football manager again. I didn't, I didn't oh god! No, football manager no, doesn't sorry, qualify Tom, because you can never mean, get into it. I didn't mean to suggest that having to listen to your pitch was uh, I might just not bother. <laughs> so, can we please hear what your pick is for uh, the best game that takes ten plus hours to get going? So this is a game that I think you two picked, particularly Alex picked very geeky games right they're a bit like small super geeky stalker was like you had to be a certain type of pc gamer to be into that when it released um probably someone that was like up for like i don't care about these massive massive bugs and glitches because it's brilliant you gotta play anyway Um, apologist for the game um but it ended up being good but whatever so my game (laughs) is much more like you don't have to be a proper geek to enjoy it um and um, the, the the reason I picked it is that to begin with, there's a lot of I'm going to say <laughs> like uh, admin almost. Like you've got to just get things ready to go, and it takes a long time to get the game set up in terms of the even the options through to then the actual like uh, systems and like the the people in it ready to go. It takes yeah. a long time. Um, and then once you've done that, and it can take a long time, particularly if you're playing this on its hardest setting, um, you're fine. You're in the groove then. You've done all the the kind of slightly tedious stuff, and you're into it. And my game is Football Manager. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is about to leave his chair. I see, I, see, I, see, I see now why we might be doing video soon, because I couldn't even speak then. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, uh, I just t- turned away in disgust. <laughs> like, so, I was like that close to leaving. I mean, I think the, if you've played Football Manager before, you'll know this, but if you start on like what is classic Football Manager, not one of the newer like Touch or 
whatever they call it, where it's more streamlined. The full version of Football Manager, there's a lot to get through before you even play a game of football. And that is not my favorite part of Football Manager. Like you can get, you get, it's like building up your like pre-season stuff, going on friendlies, getting the squad sorted, sending out a load of scouts, getting loads of stuff going essentially before it all ticks over. I don't enjoy that. The preseason does the preseason as someone who because I'm a funny one because I'm not that into football, but I tend to maybe every other year I'll have a football manager save and I sort of play it like a tactical RPG. I play it like it's fucking Final Fantasy Tactics. I was gonna say it's a fucking Ooh. RPG, so you're it, in it basically yeah. is. I I, I I have written an article either for VG247 or RPG site that is about the joy of playing a sports management game like an rpg yeah um but yeah the pre i I will i will i don't think this wins even remotely (laughs) but i will concede to tom at the very least that the pre-season does sort of suck it's a bit of a slog if you get through it all because you've got like Mm. particularly if you're like you've got a a new team maybe you've decided to be a bit silly and gone with a team you don't know you've got to learn all the players like who, who what they're like what they're good at etc if you just opt for like oh, i'm gonna go in a spurs because i like spurs it's fine you know the squad you know what, what to do but if you're going i want a bit of a challenge i want to go and manage rotherham for example that is a real place if you're not in the mm. uk it does exist um <laughs> And then you've got to learn. You don't, you, you don't, you don't know who these people are. You've got to learn like their like strengths, weaknesses, etc. Where, where's their best position? Are they good with their left and right foot, etc. You've got to get higher, probably a load of new like back backroom staff because most of them are probably rubbish. And you've probably got to put out a load of bids of players you're never going to get because you want to get a better squad. But and then you've got to trawl through the. The, the transfer list for players you could afford who don't know because they're playing a league you have no familiarity with. So a lot of it is bat stuff. It's like you get through it and it can take a long time. Like if you're playing it, like I used to play like at lunchtimes quite a lot, it takes a long time to get to the point where you're actually in like the start of the season. Um, once yeah. you're there, it's fine. It goes a lot smoother at that point. Um, and it's the same, like, that's one of the reasons why I'm never that keen to like, switch to a new version because i'm embedded in like the flow is going right and then you get a new version you've got to start again you've got to do the whole pre-season stuff again you've got to pick a yeah. team etc um and also why just changing jobs in football manager is slightly annoying because you've got to do that whole thing again like you often get offered jobs when you're doing quite well it's like oh such and such wants you to become their manager i'm like well i don't actually know if like let's pick a team that i'm sort of aware of but not not up to speed on like Roma, for example. Mm-hmm. They're a perfectly good team, but I don't know the squad in and out like but, I would the Premier League teams. But what you're describing also is is it isn't just the start of the game. This is like because football manager runs in cycles. It's constant every X number of hours, you have to go through a terrible preseason again. There's much like real life, there's a constant slot of miserable emails that want to make you die. Like I think I think the first season the first season is the worst because you've got all the stuff that comes with even setting up the game like how many leagues do you want to start with how deep do you want the database to go so it doesn't make your computer crawl all this stuff is quite tedious and that doesn't happen in future seasons it does happen every time you buy a new football manager which does I think make this a very good choice because it's just every year you get the same the same issues and it's just i don't think they can fix it as such that's just part of what football manager is there is the more streamlined mode that gets you into it a lot quicker um and i would always choose the more in-depth version even with the slow start but yeah football manager 
has a very tedious opening and it's also clearly a better game than Spore and Stalker. <laughs> How much of uh, Football Manager's appeal uh, and quote-unquote gameplay can be recreated by looking at a spreadsheet and trying to do Excel oh, stuff? pretty much all of it. You you don't get the visuals. I'm, I'm one of these people who, when I do play Football Manager, I still play on the 2D view, Tom. I do. I can't. I can't do 3D view. It's wrong. 2D view with the, the little blobby men running around. It's wrong. <laughs> you have to play like that. You can't play it with a fully 3D graphics because I don't. That's just not. That's yeah. not. Proper, I'm, I'm sure you tried to get foot, Football Manager past me on one of these things i mean i mean before last week um mm. uh in the past and i and i said something on the lines of it not having it not even having a graphics engine and you said and you were like it's got 3d matches now jim as if that was it a does. point in its favor and now you're it saying does. it's not a point in i'm its saying favor. That if you're if you're coming to it now you probably prefer the 3d match engine which looks fine but yeah. as someone that players played this since it was like championship manager years mm. and years and years ago it's the overhead full pitch view, the little dots running around. That is how you have to play it. And you can project your own imagery right onto enough. it. Whereas yeah. the 3D view is like, when it like glitches a bit and looks a bit <laughs> weird, you're like, oh, that's yeah. a bit weird. But when it's a dot, you just don't see that and you just imagine it being beautiful football. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a, it's like the difference between the watching a book or the film of the book, isn't it? You, you mm-hmm. sort of... Your imagination is uh, much more vivid than anything Peter Jackson can point his camera at. Except it's not exciting as either the book or the film. Well, <laughs> <a band. laughs> um, I, I've got a lot of memories of watching my mates uh, when I was in high school who were uh, like way more into. I mean, I'm not into football at all. I mean, I'll watch it when the World Cup's on, but apart from that, like I'm, you know. Um, but like, uh, I, I just remember my friends just staring at uh, this is back when it was champ man staring at this screen with like red and blue boxes coming up with like mm. that's a penalty yeah so and so's over here now blah 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 red card yellow card and and but it was just going because they were just clicking through it because like you get like all the events of a football match in in very quick succession it's like blah, 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 blah. and then they were doing like quick calculations as as a football manager okay well i need to take that into account for this and it was like it was like watching a sleeper agent getting activated by a fucked up bit of video on like you know x files or something it was mad um but okay uh all right well we need to cut to an ad break now or possibly just the jingle depends uh depends where you're watching it really and um uh, and then i've got to pick something reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil I think on the ad-free version, we should replace the actual advert for real products with like instructions to follow us on Twitter, or maybe just follow Tom. Yeah, mm. you should so follow Tom. Is. To be fair, but we, we had we had a little campaign to get people to follow you on Twitter a while back, didn't we, Tom? Yeah, it didn't really work. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. So let's go through it. Um, Oh, oh, bloody hell. Right, okay. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to go through it. Alex is going to be really annoyed with me. Um, <laughs> there are two good choices. Right. I know it's hard. For, for, there, are, there are two good choices. Right, first of all, okay, so... Uh, 
Right, F- football manager is no, uh, no, no. Think about I'm, it. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm not entertaining football manager uh, as being better than either stalker or spore. What? Um, I think you'll but, find football manager has far more players than either of those games would dream of getting. That is that That's, is definitely true. That is almost definitely true. It's also a game that actual football coaches play as a sort of to do to be better at their jobs. If that's not a, an indictment of it as a game, I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's like it's, it is to sports games as fucking America's Army is to shooter games. It's it's just fucking. It's just it's a training tool, isn't I, it? I love I love it. I just don't think it's picked for this category. If they made <laughs> an American football version of this, you would probably never see me again. Like you know, so I, I fully accept that it's decent but um in also fairness football is a better sport for that sort of game in my opinion but that's enough uh, in fairness to tom i have played the f1 version of one of those uh, yeah, and, and, it, and it is and it is fun but like for the same thing that a phone game is fun for like an hour and you're like okay but I, do i just get to make decisions and it's like yes and it's like i'm not interested yeah. but see none, none of them are the beautiful game though isn't it mm. yes none, none, none of them are the beautiful game right okay so <laughs> <laughs> You're mocking this. You're mocking it, but something about that just slides me. That I guarantee people will be messaging, going like, "This is actually you were wrong." I'm not taking it. Tom already got robbed once again. They will be saying it. Someone will say it. Someone always says it. At this point, people say it just to upset me. Right? Okay. So, uh, so, so Tom Ari's not winning this week. Most of you will be pleased to find out. Um, Alex Spore is uh, Spore is he's the winner he's not the winner it's a bad game I only played that demo I only played that demo where you create the creature that was enough it's, it's, a very, it's just overly ambitious for what it ended up being it's a very yeah I was going to say very ambitious very uh, very um, uh, on, on on a technical level, like an incredible uh, proposition. I mean, the idea that you take you you take an entire species through its its entire development up until it's uh, yeah. uh, like a, a, an aggressive intergalactic empire, and uh, it's a very grand vision. But almost no component of that grand vision is particularly well executed, um, and. Um, uh, until you get to 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 like as you say vastly the later stages and i realize we've got to be careful here because the very nature of the topic is like well the game's crap for hours <laughs> but but uh, look um uh, i i do think i do think that stalker right as um as a template for for uh, something that, that that actually like set a lot of the groundwork for things that came along much later and did the same things much more successfully. I think, as we've said, it's very ahead of its time. And as an experience, I don't think Stalker, unlike, I think unlike Spore specifically, Stalker doesn't really change dramatically um, halfway through. You kind of just get used to it, I guess. Uh, well, it, um, your understanding of what it is changes, and I think that changes yeah. the, the, the uh, like, but the exactly. fundamentals like, of the gameplay don't change. Uh, yeah, like it, it, it doesn't it doesn't have any kind of like 11th hour pivot into something else. No. Um, I mean, the story, uh, so, that's not really my Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to be so, fair, Jim, uh, just so we know for future, uh-huh. are we allowed to now pick games that are bad if they spawn other things that are good? 
Does I that don't count? Stalker is not a bad I'm game. Not, right. Does I'm that not, count as them being good? Hang on a minute. I'm not saying Stalker is a bad game at all. What I'm saying is, is that it was Broken, clearly a lot of... mess. Uh, yeah, barely but ran just, on PCs. But, but <laughs> <laughs> it did not barely but, run on PC. Crisis barely ran on PCs in 2007. Yeah, I think it was a good. I think it was a good game overall, and 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 it's it's a lot of its ambition sort of outstripped it on a on a on a technical For level. Sure. Right, it's fine. So I, I get it. In the future, I'll only pick games that retroactively are good. <laughs> It's not retractable. It's not. It's not. So look, I think it was it was a real like neck and neck toss up between Spore and Stalker, and I think just just the aspect of the fact that Spore has like some very hard dividing lines between the bits where it's good and the bits where it's bad, whereas Stalker is like, you know what? Like for some of us, it's just it's either dog shit all the way through or it clicks. Yeah. And then it and then it becomes brilliant. If you give it ten so, hours and you yeah, are yeah. a little bit patient, I think yeah. you're in for something that no other game does. We should do the reverse of this topic next week. Like games that are great for ten hours and then turn to dog uh, shit. Assassin's because Creed. The only... Full stop. I was going to say Assassin's Creed Three. <laughs> you know, just say Assassin's Creed. End of sentence. <laughs> no, exactly. Actually, no. Right, I'm not having that. But Assassin's Creed Three, because you play Haytham Kenway and you basically play fucking George and James Bond cutting about the colonies, stabbing people, and it's fucking brilliant. And then you have to play his fucking dickhead son. Yes. For like. <laughs> 50 hours after that and it's terrible I thought it was cool the twist was cool uh, uh, yeah. as someone who does not enjoy Assassin's Creed I enjoyed 3 among the highest like the, the most of the series yeah. it's a, you know, 3's got a lot going for it because you, you are like you are killing Brits like a lot <laughs> and it's uh, you know it's up there for that reason but um, yeah it's uh, that switcheroo where you, you like you play this suave sophisticated sort of gentleman sort of knobhead character and then uh, and then he goes away for almost the entire game apart from when you end up killing him spoiler mm. um all right anyway enough about assassin's creed <laughs> i just uh, literally i turned off then anything about assassin's creed and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> right. that's why it's an hour asleep it's, it's basically an rpg now alex you love Except that it's terrible <laughs> fucking uh, yeah, I can't I just can't get into this conversation I swear to god like hey right, remember okay. Dark Souls what if we had a lock on hey remember this what if we had a skill tree all bad yeah. padded with bullshit but that's not an RPG though like that's not their Breath, their Breath of the Wild clone was better whatever that was called Immortals Immortals, Immortals. Immortals Phoenix Rising. Rising that was yeah. like that was legitimately like built on the same engine as uh, 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 Odyssey and Origins or whatever and yeah. just a better game in every way <clears throat> yeah same pillars lots of buildings with pillars in it same ones it, pro- um, it probably is i mean I, I bet i bet so many assets were reused from from odyssey <laughs> for that game um all right okay so the best game that takes more than 10 hours to get good is stalker slightly controversially i have to say um uh, thank you very much for listening please give us a five-star review because as we said last week if you do that then our friends at eurogamer get really mad but well, yeah, you can't give. You can't also give them a five star review. You have to just give us one. Also support our uh, crusade against uh, Football Manager and games that are barely games. Thank you very much. <laughs> Tom looks, looks disgusting. Now. Tom absolutely looks. I'm just. Looks I'm so just watching the clock. I've got to go to a meeting, really, but you lot have been waffling on about. Ten minutes. <laughs> All, right, All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.
said you will find out in this year podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, we're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Sport links are pretty great here in Scotland. Your cars and aeroplanes, therefore, knobs, man. You are across the fourth of day. There's only one way, Scott Rail. Every minute, someone's taking Scott Rail. Not cutting rails or humpback wheels, no Scott Up, 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 Paul Glasgow Central and Rakeithing Bathgate Man.